Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Happy day 61 of the program. I was just in uh, the group. It's a whole vibe in the comments today. People hitting lowest lows, breaking plateaus. I love it because it's been a tough week, man. You know, I feel like at this point in the program, you're feeling the pressure, right? Of the fact that we only have four and a half weeks, although that's a lot of time left to lose a lot of weight. The holiday season is coming. Things have been a little heavy in the world. It's so normal. I told you way back when that feels are all part of the process. If you're not contemplating quitting at least a few times, are you even here? Are you even here? And a lot of that comes from our baggage of past diets that we've done. The fact that you've been trying to lose weight for so long, so many of you, and you just want it done. Like, yesterday. Um, so sometimes you're going to have days where you feel like a rock star and other days where you're like, fuck this shit. I'm so done with it. But if you're back listening today, I hope that you are here. Um, there is hope at the end of that rainbow. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. I wish I could bottle up the feeling at the end of the program because it's a lot. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of working parts. You're juggling a lot of balls. At this point, all the balls that you're juggling it's more than you think because they just become second nature and they just become part of your every day. You're doing a lot more than you think. And at the end of the program, we always get comments like, wow, that like, I can't believe what I accomplished. Uh, It's amazing how the little bits added up. I'm just so happy to be here. You started something and then you finished. And that is so huge because it means that you started your weight loss journey. You're going to finish it. There is going to be a time where you get to move on and live your life without having to worry about losing weight anymore. And for so many of you, it's become like this, who you are, constantly just trying to lose weight, constantly dieting. It's it's part of your verbiage. It's part of your mindset. It's just been part of your everyday life. So we are trying to do everything we can to make sure that you lose your weight in a healthy, sustainable way. And all of those feels that you're working through are a big part of that. Uh, let me know where you're at today. I want to get through and answer as many questions as possible. Uh, we're rolling into the weekend. We're rolling into the weekend. How are you feeling about weekends at this point? I mean, still, there's there's nothing you can do on a weekend that can't be undone. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Don't blow off your whole weekend because of a few bites of bits here or there. But something to be said about momentum. So if on one hand you're stressing about the time we have left or don't have left with again, which is a lot of time, you know, and then you're like during the weekend, you're like, oh, I'll just have a little bit of this, a little bit of that and get back on track on Monday. There is something to be said about that momentum. So try to keep it together when you can. Although, you know, with routines being off, it's so normal for your food choices to be off, but make a plan for yourself. Hi, mom. Good morning. My mom's watching. Hi, Jennifer. Good morning. Eight hour drive ahead of me and not a lot of bathroom breaks. Uh, Going to have to manage water consumption. Yeah, right. So just get it in when you can. Uh, Be mindful of that. You kind of get used to that. Uh, If you're the kind of person who's, if you start drinking, all of a sudden you have to start going to the bathroom. I do this on planes because I'm like, oh man, if I go now, I'm going to end up having to go 10 times. If I drink this, and I'm going to have to whatever. So something to be said about managing that. Managing that. Travel day after a few hotels and indulgences. A little stressed to see how the week resulted on the scale. Okay. It is what it is though, right? And your body's not looking to make you fat. It's not looking to store fat at this point. It's really just happy to release that fat when given the opportunity to do that. And so a week is really not enough time to actually gain any real weight. Even if you are indulging in things here or there, it can feel like it, especially if you're flying. You, you know, you get off the plane and your face is all like, your ankles are this big and your face is all bloated and you don't even recognize yourself. It always seems like that happens more on the way home, doesn't it? (laughs) On the way there, you look amazing because you're not as stressed. And then on the way back, you're just, you're all fucked up. Um, But that'll just get right back at it. That weight that if your weight is up, 
and it's going to drop right back down. Um, but it's hard to believe that until you kind of experience that a few times. This is a big conversation that we're having over in the maintenance group is that people are getting used to traveling and going away and then coming back, having their weight up and then seeing that it's dropping right back down, you know, but sometimes with your belief, because so many of you have lost the weight before and then gain it all back so many times, you just think, oh my God, here we go. I'm just going to gain it all back. It's not going to work. It, you, the way you, do, you have done it is different, is different. Uh, where's that comment? I'm trying to see that comment. Uh, struggling between struggling to differentiate between hunger and migrating motor complex as I now know that my understanding of hunger has changed since joining the program. Can you help? Okay. So migrating motor complex is when your tummy is rumbling. Your tummy doesn't really rumble when you're hungry because you, it, chances are you're eating more often than you need. And so with this program, right, breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, snack, dinner, although we're going to switch that up a little bit next week, um, because you're eating so often and food takes time to process and digest, see, that's one of the things people don't really take into consideration is the time that it takes for foods to break down in your system. I talked a little bit about this yesterday. We're going to talk about this more in the next few weeks. But it's just, so first of all, hunger is not an immediate need for food. Hunger, when you are hungry, your body is giving you time to find food, right? Prepare food, eat the food, and process and digest the food. Steak, for example, will can take five plus hours to break down your system. Fish takes 40 minutes. Um, nuts and seeds take an hour and a half, two hours to break down. Fruit takes 20 minutes to 30 minutes to break down. And so with most of your meals outside of that fruit snack, you know, once your body, once you eat those foods and your body processes and digests those, you're talking hours. And then by then you're already eating your next meal or snack, right? And so your migrating motor complex kicks in for about the 90 minutes after you're done eating to make sure that the food is going to where it needs to go. Hunger, I would describe more of a like a, it's like a, like a, you're hungry, like your body's saying, you're hungry, I don't, what am I even doing right now? <laughs> it's a, it's, it's like kind of like, um, it's not in your head right? And it's not the noises in your tummy. It's your, your stomach. It's, it's more of a, a feeling like I'm, ah, I need to eat something. Like I'm, you, it's kind of like a nagging, like your body saying, Hey, you need to, it's time to start thinking about eating something right now. But there are different types of hunger. There's hunger that's like triggered. Like you see a Big Mac and then, Ooh, I want a Big Mac. And then your, 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 um, your saliva glands get stimulated. So then your mouth is watering. And then that can make you believe that you're really hungry and eat a Big Mac. You know, there's boredom, you know, you're sitting there and you're bored. And so you want to do something. So you think, oh, I'm hungry. Again, usually that's in your head. It starts in your head as opposed to in your body. That's, I guess, the, the difference there. I mean, I, you know, this is why it's so hard to figure out because there's different types of hunger. There's hunger out of habit. Every day at this time, you have you have something to eat. You guys are going to notice that next week when we drop the two afternoon snacks down to one afternoon snacks. Um, gnawing is the word that you're you're going for. Yeah, it's a, it's a different feeling. Only you will know. I think everyone's a little different uh, in terms of trying to figure out their hunger. There is a whole hunger scale. There's a hunger scale. Where is it? It's in one of our science posts. I'm trying to think which science post is. Go in the app. Oh, I didn't bring my phone down with me. Um, if you go into the app and maybe Google, Google, <laughs> you can't Google in the app, but you can use the Livy AI in the app and pull up hunger scale. And then they, I think it gives you certain cues to how hungry that you are. I don't know if that is helpful or not, but basically the, the tummy rumbling, especially right after you've eaten or within those 90 minutes would probably be just your migrating motor complex because chances are the food that you've eaten hasn't even broken down yet and you haven't got the nutrients from that food yet, if that makes sense. And this is why you're if you're going past three and a half hours, three and a half, four hours without eating, that's where tummy rumbling might end up being like you're you're hung more of a hunger sensation so hopefully that helps i don't know did it i hope so <laughs> hi liz good morning 
Um, you have chickens? Good morning. Made it to another live. Of course, that means I'm up way before the chickens. You have chickens. That's cool. I love that. Good morning. Just popped into the conversation. I'm leaving in the morning for Cancun for a week, and I'm not going to worry about my weight while I'm gone. I'm going to enjoy my time at the resort uh, and the great friends we're traveling with. Well, that's a whole vibe, Teresa. I love that. That's what we want. That's what we want. Um, make choices that make you feel good. Make choices that make you feel good. That's the whole thing. Maybe it's the margarita, (laughs) you know? Think about that. You want to feel amazing while you're away. You don't want to feel bloated and gross and tired and, you know, schlepping around the the resort. You want to feel amazing while you're there. Get up. Go for walks. Go to the gym even. I love going. I never was a go to the gym person when I travel, but now I actually quite like it because I'm up. It's just a whole vibe. You go to the gym. You don't have to stay there forever. It makes you feel great. Like you did something or go for a walk, you know, or, you know, rent bikes wherever you're going. Try to do something active and then have the best time. That's what I like. Like what I said when I got to, um, we went to Bahamas uh, in the beginning of the week. It was for work. We worked our butts off, but. Um, there was a point where I'm like, wow, I look really good. I look amazing in the Bahamas. Like, what is this? And it, you know what it is? It's not just the sun because I was only there for a hot second. It's a change of stress levels. It's change of environment. Uh, it's just, it's a change in your stress levels, right? So like it's so, travel is just so good for you for so many reasons. Unfortunately, I'm not losing any major weight due to my chemo meds, but I'm still following Gina's food plan, which helps me not stress uh, eating during my week. Yeah, you know, and here's the thing. You're still, so you are still addressing your body's needs. Your body has come to learn to function and feel the need to store fat and hold on to fat. And so your body clearly is focused on other things, which is making the scale difficult to move. Inflammation, there's a lot going on there. But at the same time, although you're not seeing that payoff on this scale, you are addressing your body's needs and giving your body what it needs and getting your body to a point where it's realizing it doesn't need to hold on to this excess fat. It's just that your body is focused on other things. And that's the thing that we're trying to do with the tweaks that we're doing each week is try to get your body's attention and make um, fat loss a priority when your body has all these other things that you need to focus on. It's kind of like that sickness protocol. When you have a cold or flu or whatever, your body's like, yeah, yeah, okay, like um, I need to focus on this. And then when you continue to give the body what it needs or follow that sickness protocol, when your body releases, detoxes that cold or flu or virus out, it'll also release some fat along the way. But you won't see that, you won't see that on the scale until after you start feeling a little better. That doesn't mean that you can't, that you, that you won't lose any weight because your body will factor in the chemo, factor in any um, drugs or any medications that you're taking. Your body's pretty amazing like that. At the end of the day, that the body's not going to want any fat, but what you are doing is making a big difference. That when you do start to feel better, your body is going to be in a place where it's like, okay. And your body right now too is like repairing, rebuilding, regenerating, rejuvenating, trying really hard to try to keep you as healthy as possible. And that's only going to feed into your weight loss journey in the end. Uh, That's stressful. Sending you, sending you love, sending you love, sending you love. Uh, good morning. Hubby gets out the buckets of leftover Halloween candy every night. Pretty sure when you said eat the Halloween candy, then move on. You didn't mean every freaking night. (laughs) No, um, it's better to eat it all in one shot and then, you know, and then deal with that. than have those little bits, especially every night, then you're creating that habit of looking forward to it every night. Yes, that's definitely not what I meant. Uh, Definitely not what I meant. Uh, That can be, that can be difficult. You know, remember when you eat it. So, so here's the thing. Think about Halloween candy. I had some last night. Um, I had I actually went looking. <laughs> been having a bit of a couple last days, last couple of days. Been a bit stressful, and um, so I had some wine. And uh, then I went looking for my son's Halloween candy, in which he had this Arrow Bar. Which, first of all, he had Coffee Crisp. Who the hell has Coffee Crisp? I don't even. I don't even. Someone was like, "Oh, I put a Coffee Crisp on your desk." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing Coffee Crisp. Um, if I'm gonna eat it, it's not gonna be a Coffee Crisp." Um, so I had an Arrow Bar. I mean, it was good. But you know, if I sit there and think about it today, I'm just like, "Did I? Did I really feel great from it? No." Did it really do anything for me? No. You know, so a lot of times it's just taking that in the moment. You're like, oh, the candy, yummy, yummy, yummy. But then just take a minute and be like in your belly about it and be like, did, did I even want that? 
you know, do, do I even want that? I knew I didn't want it while I was having it, but I was like, fuck it, I'm eating it anyway. So that was a conscious choice that I made. <laughs> but, but you have the ability to do that. And sometimes it's good to practice that when you're not having the candy. Like right now, let's all think of like, um, and this is what being in tune and asking those four questions do. So let's all think of eating like, uh, let's eat like a big, big Mac and like, um, a big Mac and a bag of chips and a chocolate bar right now. That's a lot. So out of your head into your belly, think about eating that greasy, like that big Mac, you see it on the sign, right? And then wolfing that down with some sour cream and onion chips and then having like a, a chocolate bar after that. Like you can, you can just feel your tummy being like, I don't want that. You don't actually have to eat the thing or have it in front of you to know how you're going to feel. So it's good to practice that and get in tune to that feeling before you actually are like, like you have it in front of you and you're about to eat it. Because then what happens is it becomes second nature. You like, you look at it, you're like, ah, I don't want that. No, thanks. It's not appealing to me whatsoever. So if you think about your husband eating the Halloween candy right now, think about, is that even appealing? No, it's not really. I really don't even want that. So then tonight, when he does it again, you're going to see the Halloween candy. Think to yourself, do I even want that? Feel that in your belly and be like, nah, I don't want that. That's what intuitive eating is. That's what like in a sense of being in tune to what your body's needs. It's just that, you know, all these intuitive eating experts make it seem like it's so easy when it's actually a lot of work and takes a lot of practice, takes a lot of practice. I'm dealing with this right now. Got home. Where was that? I got to go scroll down. My, 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 um, I'm doing two different, uh, two different, uh, ways of reading the questions. Who's dealing with that right now? Let me scroll down and see where I can find that. Can I find that? Or maybe I'll, yeah. I'll see if I can find it later. Um, tis been a, thank goodness it's Friday. It's been a week. Looking forward to rest and reset. Yeah, I'm going to do the same this week. I don't really have anything to do. I'm really excited about that. Happy Friday. It's taken me a long time to determine that it is more likely my poor sleep and consistent stress that's hindering my weight loss in the food and exercise. Yeah. Let me read that again. It's taken me a long time to determine that it is more likely my poor sleep and consistent stress that's hindering the weight loss than the food and exercise. Fourth group, and I'm still moving forward even though the scale isn't. I'm so grateful for this program that explains those reasons. Uh, led to believe it's all about eat less, exercise more, which is total BS. Okay, so I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. I love this. I don't know if it was you who posted... Um, I don't know if it was you who posted this on the check-in today, but I was reading that. Um, four groups in, weight not moving. Now, it could be dependent on how much weight that you've lost. Four groups, your body can make a lot of change. So if your weight isn't dropping, you should be really noticing your body making change, right? Um, but a lot of times, especially when you, you repeat the program again, you get stuck on what worked last time. So you're doubling down on doing the same thing this time this is how much water I drank, this is what I ate, this is what I did, and this is what worked for me. But really, your body has made a lot of change, and you're not the same person that did that first program. Because you work through a lot of shit mentally, your body did a lot of work physically, your metabolism has increased, your body's working more efficiently, you've addressed certain issues and perhaps some deficiencies even. Like even your supplements that you're taking needs should be readdressed program over program depending on how you're feeling. And then you have to take into account different seasons, right? Like now we're into fall and you maybe you didn't take a vitamin D supplement in the spring because you were getting outside and the days were longer, but now you're starting to feel tired because the days are shorter and you're starting to feel you're, what can happen is your vitamin D levels are, drop, are dropping. It'll be soon enough where we leave the house and it's dark, we get back and it's going to be dark again. And so that's where you might want to add in vitamin D, which is really important. It's going to be very difficult for your body to focus on fat loss because just your vitamin D levels dropping signal winter's coming, signal let's store excess fat for insulation to keep you warm. That's, your body would think that's a good thing, but now we don't need that because we have things like heat and parkas um and then different seasons of your life, for example, um, you know, where maybe this is a very stressful time in your life or you're feeling you're dealing with a lot emotionally and whatever. And so a lot of because our body loves routine, we tend to love routine and we tend to not really like making changes. So we're just like we keep doing the same thing over and over and over. And then this is where people are doubling down on that that food plan and like, yeah, you got that, but your sleep is crap and your stress is through the roof. That really can be a ticket. And then talk about hormones. You want to factor hormones 
months in and people are always looking for hormone like specific hormone stuff when when managing your stress and getting decent sleep are the two and and, and moving your body and doing resistance training are the, the, the three most important things you can do to help with hormones so it's all how it all really works together that conversation with dr alinka i thought was really great because she kind of tied in we had that um alana McGinn come on with the sleep conversation and then we had Dr. Alinka follow that up about how lack of sleep can affect your hormones and hormones can affect your sleep and whatever and that's I think the theme for this this group is how it all really works together and so this is where this is where pulling out the maximizing this is really important pulling out the maximizing post each week isn't to make sure you keep doing the same shit over and over and over and you're staying on top of it. It's more to be like, okay, where am I at today? How am I feeling now? Let me put some fresh eyes on that maximizing post. There's 20 questions you can go through, the 150 sub questions, and and see and feel what I need now. But you know, like eight weeks, that's a lot of time. Nine, if you if you factor in prep week that you've been at this and your body's made a lot of change. So same thing with your portions. And it's hard to grasp portions are what they feel like, not about what they look like, especially when you spent your life counting, weighing, and measuring and all of that. Um, because one day, you know, you might need one egg for breakfast. You you know, you may maybe maybe you make three and then you're just like, oh, you're just I'm done. I don't want any more eggs. And then the next day, legitimately, you want you're wolfing down those three eggs, right? Like that's people, but people get stuck on the fact. Well, I when I was losing weight, I was just having one egg a day or two egg a day. And although like you could use three eggs a day, you just make the two because that's what you've always done. And so that's where that takes work, and that's awareness is really being into into where you're at today and the changes that your body has made, and focusing on other things might be your ticket. You you know your body doesn't want the fat any more than you do. So what does it need to continue to release the fat, right? And if it's it's not getting, if you're stressed out, you're not getting sleep or you're, whatever's going on, then that's where you need to help your body. That What you're doing is helping your body to specifically focus on fat loss. So you're consistently giving your body what it needs. That's the basic food plan and all the things that you're doing. And then you're getting its attention. That's what the tweaks are all about, right? And the tweaks are all about getting that body's attention physically, but then also like, you know, going through that stuff mentally, right? Um, oh, I love this. I'm going to level up and look into adaptogens. I got 30 pounds to lose. have lost about nine this year in my early 50s. So yes, hormones are a factor. Yeah, your advice is helping me reflect. Yeah. I, I, Dr. Paul is coming back and I, um, we, we normally have that secondary supplement conversation with him. That's a good one. Adaptogens is a great conversation. We talked a little bit about that with Dr. Alinka. If you missed it, I would go back and watch our previous conversations available on YouTube with Dr. Paul about the secondary supplements. Adding things, especially if you're really stressed this time of year, MCT oil can be a good one. Uh, adding in adaptogens could be a good one. Also, your B, B complexes or B vitamins can be really important. Important, especially if you're feeling your energy really low. And the reason why those secondary ones are important is because now that your body's made so much change, that's where you can benefit from those to really help your body function at more optimal levels. And so one of the things that can happen is that as your body is like your metabolism is is work is is higher and your body's working harder, that's where you can actually start to see deficiencies. Because and this is where people tend to pull back and like they pull back because oh I want to I want to lose more weight, I want to make it happen faster. When a lot of times you have to give your body more of what it needs rather than less to feed into the fact that it is working on more optimal levels. So, but that's hard to reconcile with. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully that helps. Head, I'm heading to Hawaii tomorrow. So I think I'll miss the lives live until I get back. Oh, I love Hawaii. Yay. Everyone is, I love this. People are out there traveling. Oh, good for you guys. I love that. I've really been festering in my funk over the past three days. Yes. You're not the only one, Donna. Getting in my walks every day, drinking the water, sticking to the plan, but feeling heavy weight wise, not getting on the scale and no problem. However, I sucked it up this morning and faced my demons and got on the scale. Much to my amazement, I was actually down 3.5 pounds. Yay. Love this. So many things I love about it. First of all, 
Um, remember, right before your weight drops, you can also feel kind of bloated and uh, and just kind of yuck. And because you're even more in tune to your body now, you're noticing it even more. So it's almost like it's exaggerated, right? When you when you feel amazing, you feel amazing. When you feel slightly off, you just feel like blah. So you're feeling it. Number two, I love that you just kept doing the things that you were doing. You stuck to the plan. You did walks every day. You're drinking your water. You did that. Love that. Three, I love that you are aware that you were just funky. But you kept showing up and you're here today. That's so great. And three, of course, or four, wherever <laughs> I'm at with the main numbers, um, you know, three, 3.5 pounds down. That, that, and I love that you didn't weigh yourself too because you already knew, right? But I love that this is like, you didn't do that by forcing yourself and berating yourself and getting on the scale every day. You just honored where you were at and your body showed up for you. Your body showed up for you. So I, I really I really love that. And that's the thing. Your body is on your side. It's not trying to screw you over. It's not trying to make you fat. It's not working against you. Your body is absolutely on your side. And so you just really were in tune. Also, the other thing is, is that you can feel the weight of worry on you like whether you're stressing or the weight of the world on your shoulders they say that that actually can make you feel really weighed down you feel tired you feel lethargic you feel kind of schlumpy you know like that's kind of you're picking up on that so i love that you went for walks i love that i love that uh stick with it hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Non-scale victory, no need for acid reflux meds. On my way to the doctor, can't wait uh, to tell him. Next, uh, blood pressure meds. Okay, so this is the point in the program where you have been at this long enough where you've been at this long enough where the things that you're doing are making a big difference. And this is where we do start seeing people getting off blood pressure meds, cholesterol meds, decreasing their diabetes medication, thyroid meds, all of that, actually making real improvement. It's it's really amazing. You know, it's so important too, because I think sometimes we feel like we can't do anything. Your, your doctor's like, just take this pill, just do this. But you actually can accomplish quite a bit. You're just giving your body the right resources, the, the, the time to make the change. It's pretty amazing what you can accomplish so I love that to me those are the best non-scale victories I need to definitely reread the hunger scale because I have noticed in the past few weeks my stomach is rumbling approximately two hours after dinner I go to bed drink my calm magnesium and a glass of almond milk with a sprinkle of cinnamon usually helps but I have given a few time, given in a few times and had those tiny individual bags of popcorn um so so remember um it's very hard just to go to bed. Remember that that when you're going into detox, you can be extra hungry, right? So that that's a whole thing. So that's why you don't want to kind of keep feeding into that. So that should also go along with the scale moving. So if the scale's moving, that could be what. Also, again, comes down to the basics. If you're really hungry at night, are you maybe dropping the ball on making your food choices nutrient rich? So after dinner, I mean, if this was in between meals, that's a little different. But after you've already eaten breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, snack, dinner, you, you can pretty much guarantee you're not actually hungry after dinner right? You're not, you're, your body doesn't need anything. It's getting dark. Your body's not interested in that. So chances are that would be your migrating motor complex because it's, or the fact that you're heading into detox the next day. It would be my guess. Can we talk about girl guide cookie season? Yes, we can. I bought five boxes off my niece and popped them in the freezer. Yay. I've been eating them anyway. 
Okay. Um, all right. So where do we want to go with this? So do you want to eat them? Are they bringing you joy? Are, are they bringing you joy? Like what's going on there, right? So let's break this down. So I'm assuming that you don't want to, you bought them. I love that because, you know, you, you want to support. So I love that. So you bought them. They are really good. Um, you can have, uh, you put them in the freezer. You can have them later. Um, the whole the whole point of the program is to lose weight in a way that you can have some girl guide cookies if you want. And it's not even about having them. It's that it's the dialogue after having them right? Like that's, uh, what do you think? Are you just eating them and being like, these are delicious, then moving it along? Having some girl guide cookies here and there are not going to stop you from reaching your goal. They're not. They're not going to stop you from losing weight either. Having the girl guide cookies and then starving and depriving yourself the next day, that obviously was problematic. Um, Having the girl guide cookies and then making a choice to eat them and then berating yourself after is also problematic. And so I think it's a win if you're able to have the girl guide cookies capture the conversation happening in your brain and be able to correct that, that's a massive win. To me, that's so huge. To me, that's worth having the Girl Guide cookies if you're also using it as a learnable moment for yourself. Because I I want you to eat the Girl Guide cookie and not even, first of all, to just enjoy it and not have to eat the whole box, right? Because I think sometimes we eat the whole box because, oh, fuck it. We've already fucked it, fucked it up. I feel like garbage anyway. I might as well just get more and more and more. But am I actually like oh these cookies are so good oh my gosh I'm loving these cookies Mm, the flavor the crunch they're so delicious is that how we're eating our cookies or are we like oh my god I'm gonna have another one I shouldn't eat this oh my god I'm so fat I'm so gross I'm not gonna lose my weight oh I might as well fuck it have another one let me just eat another one oh my god chew 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 why am I eating these cookies I shouldn't eat these cookies I'm just like is that is that how we're eating them do you know what I mean there's a big difference there I think so this is a huge opportunity to challenge yourself, to ask yourself. Don't just eat them blindly. Be like, okay, am I actually enjoying them? Or or take the time to enjoy them. Be like, I'm going to have a Girl Guide cookie and I'm going to enjoy it and actually taste it and enjoy it for what it is. And I, I guarantee you, if you take the time and indulge in enjoying it, you're not going to want to eat the whole box because you've taken the time to actually enjoy it. You know, so I have the cookies, don't have the cookies, get them out of sight, have them in, right on your counter. I, you know, I'm not a big fan of like tomfoolery and like out of sight, out of mind because, you know, you should, be, I want you to be able to have those cookies on your counter and either have one and be like, oh, that was delicious, move it along. Or, you know, be like, no, thanks. I'm, I'm not looking. I don't, I don't want them. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to have them. And so this is where in your head, you might want the cookie and the, the cheat or the thing, but you actually might not actually physically want the cookie. So there's a lot of opportunity for you here to learn. It, it doesn't have to be don't eat the cookie. There's a lot that you can learn about having those cookies. Not that I'm saying eat the cookies, but if you did, it's not the end of the world and it's not going to stop you from reaching your goals. Not going to stop you from reaching your goals. Um, my daughter has candy upstairs at her place. When I want it, I ask, I ask, then I take a few and tell her to run. I've done that twice since Halloween. I'm so proud. <laughs> well, there is something to spend, said about like, you know, uh, mitigating risk. <laughs> Mitigating risk, mitigating risk. I, you know, the, the thing is, ask yourself what that's about. If you're happy eating them, then fine, move it along. They're not going to stop you from reaching your goal. They, you know, it's like Halloween candy on Halloween or, you know, we're going to do the same thing at Christmas and the same thing at, you know, Valentine's Day and the same thing. None of it's going to stop you from, from reaching your goal ultimately at the end of the day. It's not the one thing that you're doing. It's all the other things that you're doing right? It's because the reason why we gain that weight back is, is again, it's not because of the high sugar or the cookies. It's the having the high sugar, overindulging them, and then starving ourselves the next day. And it's that repetitive pattern of starving and depriving where the body feels the need to store fat. So then whatever you eat, your body's taking it and storing it as fat. So that's more what weight gain is about. Like I haven't had a client in over 30 years that needed to lose weight because they were just eating cookies and donuts and all the wrong foods. It's not that so much more than that stress and you know lack of sleep and all of that at the end of the day um I do that all the time problem I always say fuck it then damn it afterwards so not worth it I call it eating like a trash panda 
<laughs> okay, so you know that you do that. Step one, you know you you just put it out there. Now you know you do that. Now you want to be like, ask yourself. Really, don't do it like this. Really ask yourself, like, how and have fun with that. What am I doing right now? <laughs> what am I doing? Okay, let me try eating this and enjoying it. Let me eat this and then see what my brain says afterwards. And you might continue to do it another few times, but you're going to get to a point where you're going to recognize it doesn't work for you. You're going to have that aha moment where you're like, either like I'm having it, it's no big deal, or I don't really want it. It's out of habit. It's out of coping. It's out of triggers. It's out of whatever that is, feeling the need. Maybe maybe it's like it's that's your you time you just feel like oh this is a moment something for yourself where you're recognized you don't do enough stuff for yourself right it's not about that that conversation with Dr. Dina yesterday was so great you know, why are you eating the cookie? Well, because I, I do very, it's like wine and coffee, right? People will, my coffee, I do very little things for myself. So I'm going to enjoy my coffee every day, right? Like it's a whole thing. Um, you know, so I'm not giving that up, but maybe that it doesn't have to be coffee. It could be something else, you know, or it doesn't have to be the cookie. It could be something else, right? So you, only you will know what's going on with you. Day 60 of my first round, I was starting to be discouraged, but yesterday I took a few minutes and wrote down my non-scale victories. Wow. I found nine for sure that give me the push I need to continue. Thanks, Gina, for knowing what we need to hear when. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It can be so frustrating. But here's the thing. Your body's on your side. The program works really well. You got a lot of support here. Keep going. At the very least, if this is your first program, give yourself to the end. And rather than pull back and slower down, be all in because I know it's hard to understand and believe, but this, because other diets, you have to eat even less, exercise even more, take away, take away, take away, fight, 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 fight in order to like see that scale move. This is the opposite. It's like, it's, it's like that threshold, that post from James Clear, what, what, that, what weight loss, what was I say? What weight loss really looks like? No, what is the post? Uh, I can't remember what it is. Just Google James Clear. It'll come up. It's that threshold where all of a sudden all the things you are doing, they add up and they make a big difference. Your body starts changing, your weight starts moving. You know, like the back end of the program can be real magic for people, but our mentality is, well, it's going to get harder. So if it's going to get harder like other times, what's the point? And then you want that fresh start, right? Again, this is really where you want to dig your heels in and finish stronger than you started and just give yourself to the end of the program. The time is going to go by anyway. It's going to go by so fast and it's just amazing what you can accomplish at this point. So stick with it. Stick with it. Keep showing up and then assess at the end. And and then even if you decide, okay, I'm not, Gina, your program sucks. I'm not doing it again. What it's going to say to your soul is that you started something and you finished it. And it wasn't easy. There was a lot of working parts to it. And you would have learned a lot at the very least about being in tune to your body's needs, about your, your internal dialogue, about prioritizing yourself, about what works for you and what doesn't work for you right and that'll help you get really in tune to that so there's so much benefit for for to finishing the program just what it says about starting and finishing something so that's huge right so i'm glad that you're still with us today i wouldn't blame anybody for quitting i wouldn't i wouldn't blame anyone for quitting it's hard but then what you know what i mean then what are you going to do and that's the thing is i come to realize that i can't save everybody but i sure as shit try <laughs> i sure try I sure try. And it's only because this is what I've always done. What makes me a weight loss expert is that I've been helping people lose weight pretty much my entire life. And I've learned a lot about what works and what doesn't work. And at the end of the day, I want this to work for you. I want you to lose your weight and never look back. I don't want you to keep coming back. I know there's a way that you can lose your weight and be able to actually maintain it. The thing is, it's just so different than what most people are used to because you're used to that quick payoff. You're used to that. But a lot of times what happens and the reason why it's so difficult for some people is because they have spent so much time starving and depriving and they're metabolisms are so low that their bodies are really like, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But then your body's like, okay, I'm starting to believe. I'm starting to believe I don't need this fat. Okay. Maybe I don't need this fat. You know, and you're like, okay, you know what? I don't need this fat. And then it starts and it's like, 
And so it's also about your body has learned to function a certain way and we're rewiring and reworking that and then also your brain. So it it sucks that it can take so long, but honestly, it's so worth it. And then also I've just talked to so many people who've been like, oh, their first program was kind of like laying that foundation. And then their next program, they crushed it, dropped 40, 60 pounds, whatever. And then their next program, you know, maybe they lost 15. Then the next program, maybe they didn't lose any. Then the next program, they reached their goal. It's just, it's so different. And then we've had some people who've lost, you know, some in the beginning and then they lost more in the next group, more in the next group. Like everybody is different. And this is where this, this program is an opportunity for you to figure out what you need, you know? Um, I've had trouble staying on plan. Need to reset my mind again. Okay. Angela, I love this. What are you resetting? What do you, what do you, you don't need to reset your mind. Nah, you don't need to reset your mind. You don't need to start again. You don't need a fresh start because the reality is that's all bullshit. <laughs> it's not like, it's not like uh, men in black where I'm going to do a little light clicker and you're going to forget everything. So you don't have to reset your mind because where you are at is perfect. What I would do is reflect. I would reflect, okay, so you signed up, you wanted this, you're not doing that. What is going on? What do you need? Are you recognizing that you just really are at max capacity and you got a lot going on? Are you realizing that you have a lot of stuff that you got to work through? And that's not fun sometimes. And that can be make us kind of hesitate knowing that if we go there, we're gonna have to go there. And that's going to bring up some feels maybe that we're not prepared to deal with. Maybe it's you got a lot going on right now in your life. Maybe it's your routine. Maybe there's there can be so many things to it. So rather than reset, reflect and see where you are at and what you've done as part of your journey. There's just so much to be learned like you're here today. Right. And so if you are not where you wanted to be, or you haven't been doing the things that you think you need to do or know you need to do is like, why? And then really sit down and be like, what do I need in order to accomplish these things? What do I need in order to show up? What do I need to be able to drink my water, for example? And, you know, maybe you need to invest in a nice water bottle, but maybe, you know, maybe finances are tight or maybe you, you don't spend money on yourself because you spend money on your kids or whatever that might be. So maybe then set alarms on the app like what what is it that can help support you you know that's where I would go with that that's where I would go with that see what you have done and where you are at as perfect at this point see that as perfect and see it as part of your journey and then take a moment or a step back and be like okay this is where I am at it's not where I wanted to be where do I want to go and what do I need to do to get me to where I need to go? What has been working really well for me? What is one thing that I have been doing? Well, you're here today. That's huge. Massive win, right? You're still showing up. You're still, maybe you're listening to the lives or watching the check-ins. Maybe you're not doing anything, but at least you're doing that. You're learning. Sorry, my wire is caught in my chair. You're learning. So that's huge. So take a minute and be like, what, what am I doing? What have I been doing really well? And you know, it may not, it may seem insignificant, but like the fact that you're here today, that's the biggest thing. The biggest thing, the fact that you're reflecting on, okay, I need to kind of regroup, right? Um, Take that step back. And then start looking at things that you need and not what you, I got to do this and I got to do that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about making a to-do list. That's not it. How can you support yourself better? How can you set yourself up for success? You know you know what you need to do. That's not what this is about. Making a to-do list of all the things you need to do ain't going to help. It's like, how can you set yourself up for success? What's stopping you from doing the things that you know you need to do? right? And rejigging your routine. That was a great conversation uh, with Jennifer Ruth yesterday was that she sort of went into this whole thing about how she just didn't have time for herself, you know, and it was interesting. She talked about going out for a walk. I thought this was a really powerful moment and where she was like, okay, you know, I would come home from work, the family would come home and then I would just scroll on my phone and whatever. Cause you know, that me time, like you're just like, fuck. Um, and then she decided she wanted to go for a walk, but then her kids were like, well, I want to come too. 
And then she felt so much guilt because she's like, no, like if you come on my walk, I won't be able to walk as fast as I need to walk. And I, I like listening to the podcast. So I want, obviously you have two little kids with you. You have to watch those kids. You have either, you know, your kids walking slow, they're picking daisies or doing whatever. And so that's where she had to say to herself, you know what, like I love my kids, but I really needed that for myself. And I said, that must've been hard. And she's like, I cried. And that's very difficult to find time for yourself. So it's kind of figuring out like what, what do you need? Obviously, that's a huge payoff for her. She's now down 89 pounds, hopefully 90 today, but 89 pounds. So this is where it's like, okay, like take a minute, take a step back and figure out what do you, what do you need and how can you support yourself? Not what do I need to do? Because you already know. I've already laid it all out for you. You know what you need to do. What, what do you need to support yourself? On a girls weekend, we plan beautiful nutrition that feels like such a treat. Never thought I'd call fresh salmon and beautifully prepared salad a treat, right? I love this. I'm focused on how my gut feels after eating and planning uh, heavy carbs and sugar actually did not appeal to me. Stop stopping to think about it. Stopping to think about what my body wants feels like freedom. Yeah, right? That's the thing. It's like your body doesn't want those things. Your body knows what it needs. It's a matter of being in tune to that and you feel good physically, right? It's like, you know, oh, this feels good. This feels great. And that's why your body is never going to want the Halloween candy. It's never going to want those things. So you don't have to be afraid of trusting your body because it's never going to want those things. It's never going to want the chips. It's never going to want those. So if you get out of your head into your belly and you feel it in your body, it, it, your body isn't going to be like, I want the chips, eat the fucking chips. No, it's not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not. And that's why it becomes a mental thing then because your body, you're doing something and making a choice your body doesn't want. It's not interested in it. So this is a full on, you're eating those chips because that's a full on mental thing. And if you're craving salty foods, then you're probably stressed and what you need is more omega-3 in your diet. So it's just, you know, really interesting. Ruba, that trust thing is so hard. Um, big weekend coming up. Hi, Marla. Celebrating my mom's 90th. We'll focus on being mindful and eating and no, and no not to indulge. Happy weekend, yeah. Or, or switch the verbiage, right? Rather than trying to focus on not indulging, focus on just making choices that make you feel good. Walking away feeling satisfied. I'm going to eat just enough right? Like I'm just going to be in tune with eating enough for my body and being satisfied and feeling really good. So rather than trying not to do something, focus on what you are trying to do instead. Just that little switch in verbiage can be a game changer because then you don't feel restricted, right? Like you're not, you're not trying to have it. You're not trying to indulge. That makes you feel like restricted. Now I want it (laughs) rather than just kind of switching up the verbiage can make a big difference. Frito Lay's one. Hubby gave blood the other night and brought me home a half a bag of plain chips that he didn't finish. What? Usually when they give blood, they do cookies, but okay. Um, I ate them and did not berate myself. Non-scale victory. That's huge. However, I did did feel great afterwards. Uh, did I feel great afterwards? Not so much. It was a good thing that I ate the thing because now I realize I'm not really missing much when I'm not eating them. Haven't had them since August. And today I hit a low on the scale. So it was just a blip on the radar. Moving on. That. Huge. That's it. That's exactly what it is. Having the chips didn't stop the scale from moving. They're not going to. If, you, if your weight was up, it's because your body's retaining water from the salt from the chips. That's it. Not because you've gained actual weight from eating the chips. I love that. And now you know. So that's where you don't have them. You don't have them. I'm not having them. I'm not having them. Then you're stressing about having them. You're fantasizing about having them. You're dreaming about chips. Then you have the chips and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> That wasn't what I thought. Or, oh, those were delicious and no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Um, the comment about lack of sleep and stress is so spot on. I recognized this the other week. I'm trying to manage both better and my weight dropped just a bit. I feel better overall, healthier, and still have a lot of work to do. Getting more sleep and managing stress. Yes, yesterday's live was perfect timing. Yeah, this is where I love conversations at this point. I mean, we've been pretty real all along. Um... It tends to get more real as we go because if you're still here at this point, right? Like you've got the food, you've got the thing. This is where it gets really real. It's about sticking around. It's about following through. It's about continuing to prioritize yourself. It's like leveling up. It's like it's like it's for real at this point in the program. And so our conversations get really real because it's not about counting and weighing and measuring. It's not about bullshit conversation where we're swapping 
cookie fucking recipes. <laughs> you know? I mean, other diets, what the fuck would you talk about? Let's starve ourselves more. Let's deprive ourselves more. Let's, you know, all of that. And so the, that's really, at this point, it becomes just doing it long enough that you actually achieve your goal and everything that you learn. And there's so much. First time around is a real physical physical right you just kind of focused on doing what you need to do in the physical changes second time around definitely more mental third time around is like physical and mental and leveling up that fourth time around is like really just this where you're really getting into really getting into like individualizing the program and the process and really in tune and knowing what your body needs it's like a whole thing right it's 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 really super cool and this is where our conversations are just going to get even more real First time ever, I'm not craving sweets, but I always look forward to those meals that include nut butter. <laughs> okay, next week's tweak. Let's talk about next week's tweak. Um, it's a good one. So this is where we actually start to revamp the food plan. Uh, week nine, it's a cooled week. Um, we're going to, a couple things we're going to do. So we're going to decrease the number of times you're eating. So we're going to drop your two afternoon snacks down to one. Now, the easiest thing you can do is just combine both those snacks. Now, some of you are going to be like, but what if I'm still hungry? So this is where we're going to make a push to bump up your protein and fat slightly. But it's not like we're forcing ketosis or nothing. You're still having lots of healthy carbs and whatnot. It's just you're making that more of the focus. So for example, for your snack in the morning, you can have fruit and nut butter if you want now or fruit and cheese now because there's always a benefit to add a protein and fat to your fruit. Now, if you're asking why we haven't done that all along, go back to the original food plan because there was a rhyme and a reason to why we were adding that fruit snack in when we added that fruit snack in and why it was on its own. But now your metabolism is higher, your body is changing and then off the heels of feeding the metabolism tweak where we're making your body work so hard for your food, we're now making it as easy as possible for your body to get the nutrients it needs. So we're revamping it slightly. Along with adding some protein and fat to that fruit snack in the morning or combining those two afternoon snacks into one, you also have options of having other things. So you can have yogurt in the afternoon if you wanted to. You can, you know, you can switch it up. We're gonna give you a variety of different options. So it's a lot more flexibility in terms of your snacks now. Now, having nuts and seeds in the afternoon, still absolutely a benefit. Still adding in those raw vegetables, still a benefit. Having fruit, obviously, still a benefit, but you have a lot more flexibility. The other thing that we're doing is we are switching up the star of the show for lunch and dinner. So the star of the meal at lunch is going to be more protein, and then the star of your meal for the evening is going to be your vegetables. So we're going to switch those up slightly. It's a great tweak. Uh, remember, with this tweak, is double down on asking those four questions, really tuning into those portions, building on everything that you've learned up to this point, eating just enough, right? Just en just giving your body just enough. You're going to notice a difference in those slight variations, uh, especially with your hunger levels. A lot of times people feel a lot more satisfied by bumping up your protein and fat because protein and fat feeds into your satiety hormones. Something some of you may have learned for those of you who were separating your meals and separating your proteins from your carbs. So that's sort of the, the intention behind that. Um, so this is where you got to really double down on asking those four questions, get even more in tune to your body's needs. It's a cool week. It's a cool tweak. Um, it's great for getting the body's attention and great for getting more in tune to our body's actual needs. Because at the end of the day, eating five, six times a day is every day is not normal. So what we're going to do is being transition over the next few weeks into being more in tune to your body's needs. And not that you're going to be eating off plan, but we're going to focus on more personalized in the plan for you, which is really super cool. I'm not going to get ahead of myself. Okay. Um, the Science Saturday post is really cool. It's part two of digestion and hormones. Highly check that out on Saturday. we got some great new recipes for you. Uh, I will be going live tomorrow at 10. So if you want to join me then. Uh, otherwise, um, I hope everyone has an amazing weekend. Uh, and I will see you later. Bye. I gotta try to get out of here. Here we go. Yes. Bye. Bye, everyone. My mouse isn't working. That's why I'm like, where am I? What am I doing?